listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at BHurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week, I'm delighted to have an author interview, so we'll be hearing from another writer and getting her tips for making your writing life better. This week, we're hearing from Valerie Lute. Valerie is a writer whose short stories have appeared in Arts and Letters, Literary Orphans, and Contrary Magazine, among others. You can find her kayaking on the Charles River, attending Shakespeare productions in Greater Boston, or online at ValerieLute.com. And here's my conversation with Valerie. I'm speaking with Valerie Lute, uh, a, a writer that I met recently and I'm really excited to uh, chat writing with. Um, so Valerie, what writing tips do you like sharing with your fellow writers? What's your favorite writing tip? So one thing that I recommend to a lot of my beginning writing students is writing by hand. Why, why is handwriting the, the best thing to offer? And I'm a big handwriter too, so I'd love to hear how, how you incorporate it into your process. Yeah, I often recommend my beginning writing students write by hand, especially if they're afraid of the blank page. I write all my first drafts by hand and often my second drafts too. When I'm writing on a computer, it just seems so formal immediately. That times the aroma looks so neat and perfect in the word processor that we want the writing to be perfect too. You start typing, the squiggly red line shows up. Now we're going back, now we're fixing things. But when writing by hand, it's so much easier to think of our draft as something impermanent. It's like a grocery list, it's notes. I often teach shitty first drafts by Anne Lamont. Do you ever teach that in yes, your classes? Definitely, I love that piece. And students really respond to it. It, it just is, it's sort of liberating, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she says, the first draft is the child's draft where you let it pour out and then let it romp all over the place knowing that no one is gonna see it and can shape it later. Just let this child-like part of you channel whatever voices and vision come through and onto the page. One of your characters wants to say, well, so what, Mr. Pooby Pants? You let her, no one's gonna see it. If the kid wants to get into really sentimental, weepy, emotional territory, you let him. Just get it all down on paper. If there might be something great in those six crazy pages, that you would have never gotten to by more rational grown-up means. So in my experience, writing by hand just helps us free that inner child. It's like we're a school kid again, scrolling all over the page with abandon, kind of lose those adult inner critic that we've developed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that analogy that Lamont uses and, and what you're mentioning as well about how an early draft has that this, uh, the mind of the child in it, you know, how you're sort of much more mm -hmm. open to play and to discovery when you're not telling yourself that it has to be adult and serious. And yeah. yeah. Do you have, would you say that there, you write humorous work? Is there, is, how would you characterize your work? Is there playfulness in your work or would you consider yourself a very serious writer? I think I always, try to cultivate a playfulness in my work, even if it is a serious piece. Mm -hmm. I think having things that are surprising, unexpected, I think that's the difference between a 
good piece of writing and a great piece of writing. Mm. Having these sort of, you know, cultivating the unexpected. I wrote a piece recently that was a, it was talking about both the history of the homestead strike in Pittsburgh and my experiences hmm. with Occupy Pittsburgh and trying to find unexpected connections between these two events. Mm -hmm. Another benefit to writing by hand for me is avoiding the internet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The computer just has too many distractions. Yeah. I'm one of those people who has all kinds of browser add-ons to limit my ability to use distracting websites. One that eliminates the social media feed and another that sets a time limit for all those sites. Mm -hmm. But I still keep finding ways to waste my time online. Oh, tell me about it. Yes. <laughs> so I find it just so helpful to just go into a room with no devices, just take a pencil and paper, and then I can really just focus on the words on the page. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a great extra piece of advice as well, Valerie, because I, I agree. And I tell this to my, my listeners all the time, my students as well. And it's uh, social media is so captivating that we sometimes we check it and interrupt our creative flow without even noticing, you know, like one little check mm -hmm, here and yeah. there. And it just completely destroys our ability for deep, exciting, innovative thoughts in our creative writing. So that's the yeah, I mean, it's problem. designed to be, sorry, it's designed to be addictive. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it's no surprise that it's difficult to limit. And it is in fact addictive, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's an extra bonus of handwriting. And I love the idea of going, even going into a room where it isn't an option, you know, with your notebook, with your pen and really taking your work seriously. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Valerie. I think that's a, a great tip for writers to think about this week and to just consider returning to the good old fundamentals, you know, of, of your relationship with the paper and the pen that a writer can have and, and how valuable that is. So thank you again. All right, thanks. Thanks again to Valerie for appearing on the podcast and thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.